another episode of Movies Mayhem Soap. I am your host, Chris, and I'm coming to you from an undisclosed location. Um, once again, I'm all by myself, but it is okay. Um, just the way my schedule worked out this week. Um, I just got back from vacation, so that's why I couldn't do an episode last week on Thor, the Mighty Thor. Love and Thunder, there you go. But before I get into that, I would like to talk about... Let's do a little icebreaker here. Let's let's do this. Uh, last movie I saw, kind of thing. Well, the last movie I saw actually was Thor. Uh, Thor. Love and Thunder. But before that, I did see I, another Chris Hemsworth uh, motion picture for you. Uh, Spiderhead on Netflix. It was... Um, yeah, it's also co-starring uh, Miles Teller and, and Journey Smollett. It's directed by Joseph Kaczynski, who just directed the, uh, or not just directed, but recently released Top Gun Maverick. Um, and yeah, I think this was filmed during the pandemic, maybe. I could be wrong about that. Considering that he just directed, <laughs> just released the biggest movie in the world, or of the summer, um, in the world. Uh, it's kind of weird that he would go and do this, but the, uh, uh, this was obviously made before uh, uh, Maverick was getting such high acclaim, so that's cool. Um, so yeah, maybe Joseph Kaczynski will do other things. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's made some solid movies uh, in his own right. Oblivion, which was Moon, basically, and uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, that one's pretty good. But, um... Yeah, it's not a very good movie. It is a very interesting premise that is very lazily executed. It's it's basically uh, these prisoners are on an island, uh, and they are subject uh, subjected to uh, to t test treatments for various uh, different maladies. I guess not even maladies. It's not. There doesn't even so that like one treatment is to make people fall in love, which I guess sure, yeah, yeah, I guess there's a need for that in the world. But there's another treatment that makes people feel pain, I, I think, and another one that makes people just irrationally afraid of certain objects. And I don't know the practical application of a lot of the things that are going on in this but it's basically these uh these experimental drugs are are so you can uh amplify behavior or or um, experiment on behavior and control behavior basically so i guess it would mostly be applicable to prisons maybe uh, i don't know uh yeah and it's a very the security in this uh, facility is very loose, which you know grants the prisoners a lot of access to places that they shouldn't be, and kind of everything works a little too easily for everyone. And there's not a really big payoff either at the end. Nothing very satisfying. It, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not good, yeah. It, 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 it comes close to being okay, but ultimately, nah, it, it, it sort of tried a little bit harder to, you know, be good, I guess. 
Uh, yeah, so, so Thor. Thor 4. I assume that a lot of you that were going to see it or have already seen it. I, I'm sure you've been hearing a lot of the uh, discourse on it. A lot of the, the good, the bad. Uh, generally, in, in uh, my personal opinion... Oh yeah, I'm going to try not to do spoilers, by the way. Um, my personal opinion, it was fine. It was enjoyable. I... I have been learning that there, yeah, that it did have to uh, be, uh, that it was subject to some retooling due to the pandemic, uh, so, you know, they had to change certain things, they can, you know, uh, have certain sequences, I guess, but uh, everything that does happen um, doesn't feel untrue to the characters, I don't think. It's nice to see uh, Natalie Portman back as Jane and, and uh, getting a, a good turn, uh, if you will. Um, because, yeah, before, I mean, she wasn't bad in the other movies, but she doesn't have a whole lot to do except for gush over Thor, and this time, so she's, you know, a more active participant in the, uh, the events, and uh, the events of the movie. And uh, Tessa Thompson also is, uh, well, she was actually a big part of the last one, so... No big change there. Um, what else? I don't know. It, it's oh yeah yeah. So Christian Bale, right? He he's in it. And I kept. Uh, I had read somewhere that Taika Waititi um, had claimed that that Christian Bale would be the biggest, baddest villain in the MCU yet. And uh, so I was kind of expecting like a Darth Vader kind of uh, character. And I don't know. I don't really feel like it delivered. It was fine. I had no problem with it. I just, I don't know. For, and I, I think Fabi did say on, on our group thread, she did shout out to Fabi in the group thread. She did say, I think that, um, that Gore the Butcher was the best, has, is the best villain uh, thus far in the, uh, no, no, sorry. She said he's the best Thor villain aside from Loki. Which, uh, isn't really, I guess, saying a whole lot. <laughs> Who's the villain in the third? Oh, Hela. Hela's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's not making any weird... No, there is actually one weird scene where he's... He, the, the character is, is talking to a bunch of, 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 of kids that he's taken hostage. I uh, hope that's not a spoiler. Um, and it's a very odd scene. But... <laughs> it, it, it's I don't know I don't know what it's supposed to is it I don't know if it's supposed to make him seem creepy or or if it's supposed to like give you the impression that yeah these kids aren't in any real danger because it kind of does both a little bit um yeah super weird see but I mean it was acted well I I respect the hell out of what he's doing but yeah the the villain isn't really. I don't know. They kind of re rushed through his, his uh, motivation. He never, you never actually see him do anything really hardcore, badass, or anything. Um, you, I, I guess, you feel like he's justified in his actions, or well, it's easy to understand his motivations, but it's not really. 
It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's just too rushed, honestly. Um, what else? Russell Crowe also pops up as Zeus, and uh, that guy is making some weird choices. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, I think he's doing an Italian accent. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe he was trying to go for an ancient Greek type accent. I don't know. It's weird, <laughs> but it's kind of funny. It's, he's making a choice. He's kind of being out there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. He's looking terrible, but it's great. Uh, Thor gets naked at one point. That was cool. Um, oh yeah, I had read that. Like everyone, I keep reading these articles and and or, or at least clickbait headlines that say like he's the biggest he's ever been as Thor, but. What I had read a while back ago also was that because he's he's gonna be making he's gonna be playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic or a biopic I don't know uh, I, I say biopic um, and that that because he's gonna be playing Hulk Hogan that that's why he's been getting seriously jacked up uh, or jacked and um, this uh, this movie just ha happened to land in the crossfire so he's well on his way towards. You know, hulking out, Hulkamania, and uh, Thor just reaped the benefits. Thor: Love and Thunder reaped the benefits. Yeah, what else can I say? Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's not. It's not my favorite of the Thor movies. I, I think yeah, Ragnarok's still the best one, but that's not really saying a whole lot because the other ones are just meh. When I was rewatching uh, uh, the uh, the Thor movies for, or I was watching. The, uh, the entirety of the MCU uh, catalog before um, Endgame came out, and I revisited Thor: The Dark World, and it wasn't as bad as I remembered. And I, yeah, I had, I think I only only seen it once, and I had fallen asleep during uh, bits of it. But yeah, rewatching re it was not terrible. It's not very interesting. Couldn't really tell you. I couldn't really explain a lot of what's going on at the end there. But yeah. It's okay, but it's still the worst one for sure. The first one's pretty boring too, I think. Uh, let's see. At the end of this movie, uh, Love and Thunder, there's a pretty cool sequence. Um, it's it's really corny, a, a little, really corny little setup that they have, but then uh, they play a rocking guitar solo over it, um, and it is pretty awesome. They pull it off pretty well, uh, and yeah. Th th then at the end there, there is a. It, I, I I feel personally that that it um, it ends in a way that it's trying to explain why he might be gone for a while, like what he's off doing, and why we might not see him again in the main MCU movies. I think, uh, or maybe I, I don't know, because one of the post credit stingers kind of ends with a thing that says, uh, you know. He might be, uh, he might be back to tackle a, uh, a foe. Or maybe not. Maybe someone else will fight him. Uh, we'll have to deal with this new threat. Okay, so, uh, I guess those are, yeah, I, I, I'd give it, it's fine. Like, like, watch it. It's not gonna, it's not terrible. It's a fun movie. Um, you know, it suffered a little from the pandemic, uh, of it all. <laughs> Pandemicness. 
Um, but here is what, uh, let me uh, let you all know what Isaac said about it. Isaac gave it a 4.5 out of 5, which is a 9 out of 10, or 90%. Um, he says, unpopular opinion, I was not a big fan of Ragnarok, but I really like this. The villain stuff was sadly kind of weak, but as a whole, it's a pretty beautiful movie, I thought. And it has a little happy face with a tear, shedding a tear, a happy tear emoji. Well, that's what he said. And Fabi uh, gave it a 7.5 out of 10, 75%, which I think, yeah, I want to give, I want to give it a 7 out of 10. 70%. Gets a C. Um, so yeah, it's passing. C's got degrees, you know? And she said the thing about the, uh, about being the best, best uh, Thor villain. Oh yeah, I never got to say. I, uh, for, for my money, I still think Thanos is the best villain in the MCU. Not because his idea was really great, but just because uh, the gravity of the threat that he posed in wiping out half the MCU. And I think I really just like the way uh, James Brolin played it. Um, yeah, I, I still think it's, it's ridiculous to look at. Yes, I know, it's awful. But that's, uh, that's still my favorite, I think. Uh, I might have to think about that a little bit more. But yeah, that, he is my fave thus far. Uh, I'm not caught up on Miss Marvel yet, so I have nothing really to say about that as of yet. But hopefully I will be watching it pretty soon. I have to just jump back into work right after vacation. And uh, yeah, I finished The Boys. It was alright. Season 3. It was okay. Um, I had problems with the ending, to be honest, but it seemed, seemed very rushed. But anyways, next week, uh, there's nothing really coming out. No new movies. Um, I think it's Where the Crawdads Sing, or this week, I'm sorry. Because uh, it's already the weekend. I forgot about that. And Paws of Fury, which is basically just blazing saddles, but for kids. Alright, so I probably might not have an episode next week. Uh, unless I'm going to talk, be talking about uh, Miss Marvel. Maybe I'll go ahead and do that. But uh, yes, this, it was really hard to pick up the, uh, the old recorder and get this done this week. So we'll see if I can get that done in a timely manner. But until then, I am still Chris. I'm coming to you from the break room of wherever I am. Uh, and uh, I will see you all next time. Bye. Thanks for listening.